Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. At Limitless, we believe you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we're here to help you make that happen by bringing you high-vibe educational episodes from myself and leaders in the fields of meditation, personal development, and conscious business practices. We're here to provide you, the beauty professional, with mindful tools and support for an enriched career in life. So plug in and tune out the outside world and let's go on this journey together. Welcome back friends to episode number 42 of the Limitless Hairdresser podcast and today we have a special treat for you. So you're definitely going to want to grab your pen and a notebook and take some notes during this episode because I have on very special guest, Jamie Dana. She is the founder of a program called Oh Hot Gram. She is just absolutely killing it on the YouTube, the Instagram, I mean, the digital marketing, the everything. (laughs) She's just definitely on her game. And I actually have been following Jamie since before I even really was doing Instagram. And there was a thing called Periscope. And she was on Periscope, I remember, in her bathroom talking about her camera. This is years and years and years ago. And when I started getting back into Instagram, I found her and um, started connecting with her through that platform and was just so amazed at how eloquent and how efficient she was with getting a message across to people. And it was so confident and fluid and just really drew me in. So I ended up um, joining her OHOP grant program about a year and a half ago, maybe even two years ago. It's been a little while and have learned so much from (laughs) her amazing mind. She's so smart and just loves giving. And it's really, really fun to pick her brain. So today I had her on not to talk about Instagram in the way that you would maybe think with how to beat the algorithm and, you know, how do I get more followers and stuff like that. What I really was interested in is how to play the Instagram game without getting burnt out. Because folks, the end of the day, we are business people. And I have gone back and forth. I know I've had this mental battle myself. And if you're listening to the Limitless Hairdresser podcast, and you are into any of the stuff that I spoke about in this intro, you probably have to. Because I am a person who is always seeking a harmonious lifestyle. I want to feel calm, relaxed. I want my mind to feel good. I want my body to feel good. I want to feel freaking good. And sometimes when I get in this trap of comparison and trying to hustle and trying, 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 trying so hard, uh, I don't feel great. So I asked Jamie to come on today and share with us some tips on how to beat the overwhelm when you're on Instagram, because we are trying to not only have a peaceful lifestyle, but also 
make money and have a career and be amazing business people. So that is what we're going to talk about today. She's got three amazing tips on how you can beat the overwhelm while you're on Instagram and have fun while you're doing it. You know, it it should be fun. If it's not fun, you know, what are we doing? (laughs) So I hope these three tips help you have more fun. Enjoy your time being social, enjoy building your business, and not taking everything so seriously. So stay to the end of this episode. Jamie is giving us something really amazing for free at the end of the episode, so you'll definitely want to stay tuned. And I would love it if you would take a screenshot of yourself listening to this episode, or better yet, if you're feeling really crazy and out there and you want to hop on Instagram stories, take a little video of yourself. And tell us what you learned from this episode or what you loved and make sure to tag us so that we can chat back with you and share it in our stories. So plug in, tune out the outside world, hop into this episode and enjoy. Hi, Jamie, and welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Hey, I am honestly so excited to be on this podcast. So stoked to be here. I am thrilled to have you on and share all of your wisdom. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Instagram, but not necessarily like how to beat the algorithm or how to get followers, but how to not be overwhelmed by the whole thing of it. And you are the perfect person to talk about keeping your mind right and staying in the game. So I'm super pumped for you to be able to share that. Thank you. Thank you. So before we get started, why don't you just share with everyone a little bit about who you are, where you live, and what you're up to these days. Yeah, so I'm Jamie Dana. Um, I live in Orange County, California, which is such a beautiful place to live. I feel so grateful to be here. Um, And I have been in the hair industry for about 10 years now. Um, I've done pretty much every position in the hair industry you can think of, from a receptionist to an assistant to commission, rental. I had a salon suite. I own a salon now. Um, And now I'm full-time in education. So I've basically worked my way up through the ranks. Um, and it's been really cool to really see just my career kind of evolve in that way and how I've kind of touched almost every single level and really now being an educator, being able to help people that are at all of those different levels, whether you're an assistant or you are a salon owner or whatever the case might be. Um, it's been really, really cool. So yeah, that's kind of my journey really quickly in a nutshell, um, and what I'm up to lately. So I have an online program that is always in the works. We open and close the doors every couple times a year. I know you're actually in my online yes. program. You are. I joined it um, like over a year ago, I think. I know. I, I have know. benefited tremendously. Awesome. I keep going back in for like little digestible tidbits when I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to do with this. And then yes. just hop yes. in. So yeah, it's been amazing for me for sure I love it I love it it's been so fun just to like watch you be in there like ask questions and things like that so have my online program that's my bread and butter that's my baby um that's where we pour a lot of our time and energy into and I actually have a secret project that's going to be announced in a couple weeks so I can't say anything about that yet but stay tuned um maybe even when this airs it'll be kind of coming out so um something fun coming up and then I have a live event that's happening um so that's really exciting there's always so many different things I always have like, let's test this out. Let's see how this does. So the live event is kind of one of those things. And that's coming up in another couple of weeks. And I am really excited for it. So yes, I am so excited because I'm coming all the way from Michigan out to California to come hang out. And I'm taking two of my friends with me. So we're going to have a little kind of girls weekend, California, just hang out and get all of the 
Jamie Dana wisdom. So I'm so excited. I I love that. It makes me so excited. And it's so cool to see people coming from all over the country to come to this event. So it's going to be amazing and it's going to be super, super fun. So can't wait. Yeah, definitely. Um, And stay tuned to the end of this episode because Jamie's going to be giving away one of her freebies and talking a little bit about that. So you don't want to miss it. And we're going to just dive right in because I know you all are listening. Like, give us all of the stuff because if you're anything like me, I always have Jamie Dana as my number one go-to gal for anything um, business and lifestyle. And I just love watching her stories and I, I just observe her stuff and I'm like, what is she doing now? Because like Gary oh, V says, he you. said, don't do what I'm telling you to do, do what I'm doing now. So I'm like, what's mm. Jamie Dana doing? Yes. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Do what I say, not what I do. No, yeah. kidding. No, not it. Cool. So, um, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So we're going to just, she's got like three major tips on how to beat the overwhelm when you're trying to build on Instagram and trying to make it all happen for you. So why don't you just take it away, Jamie? Sounds good. Yeah. So I think one of the biggest struggles that I hear from so many hairstylists and salon owners is that I'm overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. that Instagram is stressful. I'm frustrated with the algorithm. I'm frustrated that I'm not seeing growth. I'm frustrated that I'm not getting new clients or new hairstylists to work for me or whatever the case might be. And I think so often it's very easy to get overwhelmed with it. Like, when should I post? How many times should I post? What should I post? All of the different things. And so one of my goals is to really help hairstylists kind of beat the overwhelm um, because at the end of the day, this is our job and this is our career. And we got into hair because we love doing hair and we love, you know, touching our clients' lives or, um, you know, getting to work with our coworkers or whatever the case might be, or mentoring somebody. And that's really why we got into it. And so when we add this layer of Instagram onto it, so many stylists can feel just defeated with it. And that is something that I absolutely want to help you guys overcome because, I've seen it in myself, I've seen it in my own business, but I've seen it in so many hairstylists where they almost kind of burn out from being a hairstylist because of things like Instagram um, or because they're not seeing the growth in their business that they want. And so that's kind of my goal is to really just help you guys not feel that way. So um, yeah, I kind of came up with three really simple ways to help you feel less overwhelmed when it comes to Instagram. And so we're just gonna kind of dive into them. Um, The first one is to plan your posts ahead of time. And so this is actually something that I have been working on just this week, actually. Kelly and I were talking about it on uh, DMs. Uh, I have been planning out a lot of my content ahead of time. And so I have like just a Google sheet where I planned it all out. And this really allows you to stay organized. It not only helps you stay organized, it helps you save time. It really helps you stay intentional and strategic with your Instagram. But ultimately, it helps you be less overwhelmed. And so planning out your posts ahead of time can look like even just if you're taking, let's say, one day a week, maybe it's like Monday or Sunday, one of your days off um, or whatever a day off looks like for you and taking one hour out of that day and saying, okay, what do I want to talk about on Instagram um, in the next week? What do I want to share on Instagram? What kind of photos do I want to post? And so taking that you know hour or two hours and really just kind of batching out your content. And so if you've never heard of the term batching, basically you're taking a lot of different uh, types of things and you're doing it all at once. So instead of taking one photo and editing it and then writing a caption and then posting it and doing all of that at once throughout the week, what we're going to do is we're going to do it all at once in one hour. And so you might find maybe like five different photos that you're like, okay, through this week, I want to post these five different photos. 
So you're going to figure out which ones they are. Then you're going to uh, edit them all, all at once. And so you're editing all five at once. And then you're going to use maybe an app like I personally love the app Plan. It's P-L-A-N-N. There's other ones like Planoly. There's another one called Unum, U-M-U-M. I think U-M-U-N, something like that. Um, But those are apps that will help you kind of plan it out. And so uh, that's something for me where you put all your photos that you just edited into an app like that, and it's going to help you kind of organize it. It's going to help you figure out, okay, so I should do a hair photo. Then maybe I do a photo of my salon or a product photo or whatever the case might be, and you pop them in there. And then what this allows you to do is you can actually write your captions Mm -hmm. ahead of time. And so again, you're not just doing it on the fly, kind of doing it whenever you feel like it or doing it, um, you know, oh shoot, I need to post today. So I'm just going to like throw up a really quick photo and throw together a caption. And again, that's causing more stress and more overwhelm. And so when you're sitting down, you're devoting time to it, you're less distractions and you just bang it all out. So you got your editing, you're writing your captions and then you schedule it. So For instance, let's say you do all this on Monday and you're like, okay, on Tuesday at 8 a.m., I want to post this beautiful hair photo with this caption. You schedule it and what, for instance, the plan app is going to do is it's going to remind you on Tuesday at 8 a.m., hey, it's time to post that photo with the caption. And all you have to do is go in there, you hit copy, and it's going to set up the photo for you and it pops it into your Instagram and it's done. And so you're not having to stress about it. And I don't, for me, that... I tend to be that person that's like, I just want to go on the fly. Like, I don't want to be planned out. I don't want to think about it. That's too much work. And we create these excuses for ourselves. And then ultimately, you know, four days go by and we're like, oh, shoot, I haven't posted anything on Instagram. Like, I need to post something. And then you, like I said, whip up something really fast and it's not strategic. It's not intentional. And then you wonder why maybe your audience isn't growing or why you aren't really converting those followers into clients or whatever the case might be. And so definitely planning out your Instagram is really going to help you save time, be intentional and stay consistent really so that you're not stressed out about it. Um, So yeah, I started using plan because of you. I love it. I love it. And I even bought the upgraded one because we have like four different accounts on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, I love it. It's so awesome. I do have a question for yes. it and maybe for other people listening, if you have maybe multiple streams of things going on, like for yeah. me, I've got, you know, I've done my yoga training and I'm going to start doing and teaching yoga. Then I've got limitless hairdresser where I'm doing the podcast and then mm-hmm. you know, I've got still I'm behind the chair. So there's like all these different elements and I'm talking to a little bit different of a person, but on the same account, do okay. you have any tips on that. Like if you're a person who has like a couple different things going on, maybe you're behind the chair and you're an educator. Like mm-hmm. and you so you kind of have two different target markets. Yeah, yeah. So this is such a great question and it's actually a question I get asked a lot, especially yeah. for hairstylists who are maybe transitioning into becoming an educator or mm-hmm. wanting to become an educator. Um, so this was me a couple of years ago. Um, I was still behind the chair full time. For those of you guys who maybe aren't as familiar with my journey, I have transitioned now. I'm not behind the chair anymore. Um, I don't take clients. I'm full-time education now. Um, but there was a time when I was full-time behind the chair and educating as well. And even really trying to build my education Mm -hmm. uh, business at the time and kind of build my influence in the industry. So um, at that time, kind of what I decided was I did have what I call two dream clients. And so 
This is something I talk about in my online program, Oh Hot Gram. We dive really deep into it there. But basically, you want to think of your dream client as somebody who would be the perfect person who would be a client or a customer or who's going to buy from you. So for instance, I had my in salon dream client, a person that had, you know, balayage hair and, um, you know, could come in on the days that I worked and, you know, maybe shopped at like urban outfitters or whatever the case might be. So I created the dream client for my salon, but then I also had another dream client for my education business. So for instance, that dream client was a hairstylist. They had only been in the industry for a couple years. Um, they were struggling with their Instagram. So whatever the case might be, right? So when I was thinking about planning content for my Instagram, I really thought about, okay, this post is going to be more for the in-salon dream client. Mm -hmm. So I thought about, okay, like we're going to talk about balayage. We're going to talk about low maintenance hair color, whatever that case might be. But then even in that same caption, I could talk about maybe the formulas that I used and that might speak to the hairdresser. Mm -hmm. So for instance, let's just break it down. A caption might look like maybe it's a photo of beautiful hair, right? And so the caption might look like uh, something to the effect like this. Um, this is my client, Jenny, and she came in with natural virgin hair and she had never colored her hair before. And as a hairstylist, we know that this is, you know, very rare. And so what I did with her was I added in some bright balayage pieces, a money piece around the front, and I ended up toning her with X, Y, and Z formula. And I just absolutely love how this turned out. Now, if you were a client, would this be something that you would want to try, right? Mm -hmm. So now I'm speaking to the client, but then I could also say as a hairdresser, would this be, you know, a color that you would try on your client or something like that, right? So that's just obviously off the fly really quick. Okay, that's really smart. But do you see how I'm talking to both of them, even with yeah. just a hair photo? Um, and, and you don't have to do that for every single post, right? You might have some that are for sure geared towards hairstylists or for sure geared towards clients or whatever the case might be. And there were definitely times where I wrote, hey, hairstylist out there, right? And it was like a post geared towards a hairstylist. Um, you know, what is something that you struggle with or whatever, right? And then for all my clients out there, da, 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 like I'm changing my prices in the salon. So there were definitely times that I separated it, but... For me, I did about a 50-50 split of like 50% was for clients and 50% was for hairstylists. So that's how I did it. Um, is that the right way to do it? Totally figure out what works for you. But um, that's I something that. that I would recommend. Does that, does that yeah, seem helpful? Yeah, totally. I mean, even, you know, even just having the mindset of that, like intention, just having the intention mm -hmm. of that, because now I'm thinking, cause I have Harper Jane. She's my, my, uh, mm. ideal customer when I did a oh, hot gram. And so now I, I'm really stepped into a kind of a different role with what I'm experiencing, um, in my career path. So I'm like, maybe I just need another, I have another person. Yeah. Work on yeah. That. And, and one thing too, like to be said, sometimes as hairstylists, even let's say you're not really trying to go into education, but maybe your goal is to just build your clientele. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so you might have two dream clients within that. You might have like a younger dream client. That's like maybe 20 years old. She gets more of the fashion colors mm -hmm. or pastels or whatever. And then maybe you have a, like an older dream client who's maybe in her 40 to 50. Right. And so those might be two different people that you're speaking to. And maybe it's a mother and daughter or mm -hmm. whatever the case might be right you can yeah. kind of create these stories about them but um yeah it's okay to have two dream clients or two people that you're speaking to it's just you just want to make sure that overall it still makes sense and so um for instance when i had the client and the hairstylist dream clients 
at the end of the day, the story that I created for them was that they were friends, right? So they were friends and they had similar interests. So it wasn't like somebody is really into bright colors and like, you know, neon hair and somebody's really into like soft pastel hair. Like they definitely were cohesive within that. But um, I think it definitely helps when you know who you're speaking to and kind of figuring out. And then going back to the plan app, being able to plug those things into it, right? So you're like, okay, this is a client-based type of post, or mm-hmm. this is a hairdresser-based type of post. Um, and planning that out, kind of wrapping it all back into it, really helps you stay uh, strategic with it too. Love it. So good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so tip number two was going to say, you don't have to post every day. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> when I say this, most people are like, wait, What? Somebody who just like, you know, teaches Instagram just told me I don't have to post every day. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and so I at first I have to just tell you this because I have a Luxa salon page, which is my salon. I work at the salon two days a week. I after I don't have employees anymore, I hadn't really posted on it. Okay. It had been like two months, three months maybe since I had posted on it. I pour all of my attention into my page. I post one picture on my page that has been abandoned. Mm-hmm. And it gets mm-hmm. more likes and more engagement than stuff I post when I was like so trying, like I have right. air quotes right now, trying to post every single day content on my page. So yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. So there is something to be said for like, for instance, things like that. Now, obviously that's your salon page that you're mm-hmm. not really putting in time and energy into because you're not really trying to grow that anymore. You're trying to grow something else, right? So should you go two, three months and posting on your page like all the time? No. Definitely. I don't recommend that, but there's something to be said of not having to post every day. Right. And I think so often you probably have heard an Instagram guru or influencer or educator say you have to post every day. And I think that that's not true anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so realistically, my advice when it comes to how often should you post on Instagram is you want to stay consistent. So maybe that means posting every other day or Maybe that means posting every four days, or maybe that means posting once a week. Um, So whatever you decide your cadence is going to be, I definitely recommend staying consistent with that because what you don't want to do is you don't want to post once and then go a week and then post like three times that day because you're like, oh shoot, I need to post these photos and I have them right now. Like, let me just get them up, right? Mm -hmm. And then you go another two weeks without posting and then you, what I call shotgun post, you do bam, 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 right? You post a bunch all in a row. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't recommend that because the reason why is not only does the algorithm tend to not like that, but your audience has no idea what to expect from you, right? Right. They're like, wait, she was here one day and then she posted like three things and then all of a sudden she's gone for two weeks, she ghosted us, what happened, right? So you do wanna stay consistent in that just so that your audience kind of has an idea of what to expect from you. Um, So usually in the beginning, what I say for people who are trying to build or really trying to work on growing their clientele or trying to build up their Instagram, for them, I recommend posting every other day. This kind of gives you a break in between having to post every day, Um, but it keeps you consistent so that you're pumping out content so that people are seeing your stuff, people are finding your stuff. Because if you're not posting, people are not gonna stumble upon your page. Like chances of people finding your page after two months of you not posting, very rare, right? Mm But if you're posting consistently, you're adding value to your posts, you're um, really honing in on your audience, you're figuring out what works for your audience and what doesn't work for your audience, 
you're kind of figuring all that out and you're able to do it because you're doing it every other day. You're figuring out, okay, my audience responded to this. My audience didn't respond to this, right? So that kind of stuff is really important, but it allows people to be able to find you and to really kind of figure out like, oh, okay, she's posting consistently. I can expect that from them. Um, so that's what I'd recommend. But if you're kind of in a season of where you're like, hey, I've got a really good clientele. I kind of want to grow on Instagram, but I'm not like stressing about it. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I have to grow. Right. Then posting it every three to four days, maybe even once a week is fine. Um, I, again, I do think it's important to stay up on it, but it's okay. You don't have to do it every single flipping day. Yeah. So, so um, maybe yeah. just deciding if you're ready for a big growth, like if you're wanting to grow or if you're okay with your at, where you're at and you just want to maintain yeah, kind of coasting a little bit. And yeah. I have been, to be totally honest, I've been kind of in a coasting maintenance mode for a little while. Um, and now we're kind of going into a season of growth and I've got, like I said, that new project coming right. up. And so we're getting ready to announce that. So I'm kind of now ramping myself up into, okay, we're going to be posting a little bit more. I've been going about three to five days in between posts, mm-hmm. um, for a while and it totally was fine. But now we're kind of going into a season of like, okay, we're going to have some different types of content. We're going to be adding a lot more value, a season of growth. And so it's okay for that as well. You know, maybe during the holidays when the salon life is stressful and crazy busy, maybe you pull back from your Instagram and you're just posting like once a week and that's okay. And then in January, when you're ready to ramp things up again, you're, you know, kind of like goal setting and all that, then maybe you do post every other day, you know? So the cool thing is it's really flexible. And I think always checking in with yourself of like, does this feel right? Do I feel burnt out? And if you're starting to feel burnt out, then it's like, hey, just step away from it a little bit and take the pressure off yourself. Um, Because at the end of the day, like we want this to be fun Mm -hmm. and not just like a chore that we have to do, you know? Yeah. And something that I was uh, talking about with some people the other day was that if you are showing up on Instagram or you're showing up even, you know, with a client behind the chair, sometimes it doesn't really matter the words that you say or the pictures that you put out. It's the energy that's behind it. And that's what's going to be felt. So if you are feeling burnt out on Instagram and you're like, I just don't want to do this. I have to post. Yeah. (laughs) I don't care how pretty the picture is or how beautiful you curate the words. That'll be felt through it because Mm -hmm. it'll people can feel that kind of stuff. Totally. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Such a good reminder too. Yeah. Yeah. So great way. That's such a great way to think about it. If you're feeling like you just want to chill and coast a little bit, don't put so much pressure on yourself posting every day. Like nobody's going to beat you to anything. Nothing's yeah. going to happen. Like you don't have to have FOMO. Just yeah. enjoy your life yeah. <laughs> in person. And I think, I think it's hard. You know, I, I it is easy to see, oh, somebody else doing this and, you know, the comparison. I think especially like for me, I, I see it all the time where I'm like, oh, like, well, they're there. They have this many followers or they're doing this awesome thing in their business or they got that amazing opportunity. And so I think just like pulling back from that and saying like feeling gratitude for where you have come and how far your journey has come and the lessons you've learned and the hard times you've gone through, like being thankful for all of those things and then realizing like there's no race. There's yeah literally there's no timeline. Like, why am I putting this pressure on myself? And so that's something that I've had to work on. And, you know, you go through seasons where it's easier and it's harder, um, being with, you know, with comparison, but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's like just pulling back and saying like, this is my journey. This isn't anybody else's journey. And Mm -hmm. the opportunities that are going to come to me are meant for me. And the opportunities that go to them are meant for them. And that's amazing. And we can celebrate that too. So, um, yeah, that's something that I, 
have to remind myself of. Yeah, <laughs> I think all of us do for sure. And the kind of oxymoron of the whole thing is that when you do slow down, it speeds up because mm-hmm. you have more clarity, you have more space, you have more, you know, mental real estate happening yes. to be able yeah. to fill it back up when it's so full. Yeah. It's like you can't even add any more to your plate. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. I love that. Good, good. Okay, so number three was focus in on your audience. So I kind of talked about this a second ago, but I want you to figure out exactly what your audience wants, not what you see everybody else posting on Instagram. So this kind of ties in with a lot of things that we've talked about, but I think a lot of times we see so many other stylists, maybe it's a coworker or somebody on Instagram or some influencer, right? And we see what they're doing on Instagram and we're like, well, they did this kind of video, so I'm gonna do that kind of video. Or they posted this kind of hair, they styled the hair this way, or they did this kind of caption or this kind of post, whatever, right? And so we think, well, I should do that too because that's what everybody else is doing. And we have to remember that our audience is following us for a reason and their audience is following them for a reason and you're not the same people. And so for instance, one of my friends, she does these really funny quote posts. Um, Missy, uh, you know, Missy. Yeah. And she does a really funny quote posts and they're like hilarious or like related to hairdressers. They're like meme kind of stuff, but they're funny. Right. Um, if you guys want to check her out on Instagram, it's so you're a hairstylist, check her out. She's great. But she does these like really funny posts and I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're hilarious. Like, and I was like, those would be so fun to post on my page. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's her thing. Like that's what her audience loves. That's who she's attracting. Like my audience, like that's not really me. Like just because everybody else thinks they're funny for her doesn't mean that that's necessarily right for me. And so me figuring out what my audience relates to, what kind of things they respond to, what kind of hair they respond to, right? Um, And so kind of figuring out that kind of content and really shining through you um, and not having it be about, well, everybody else is doing this, so I have to do this. Um, So that's something that I think is really, really important and just listening to your audience, talking with them. Um, Maybe it's even polling your audience or asking them questions on your posts and getting them to respond and figuring out like, hey, what do you guys wanna see more of? Um, And what kind of content can I create that's gonna be valuable to you? Totally. Yeah. Do you have any advice on, how to figure out what you want to say, mm. you know, because like, I, I love messy stuff. Like you're right. It's so funny. And I'm like, oh my God, everything that she's doing is so her. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that I talk to and maybe a lot of you who are listening her like, well, who am I? Like, what, what am I? What's my thing? Mm-hmm. Do you have any yeah. advice on, on that? Or maybe how you've found your voice and how you found you know, your, your, your place in this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of times it comes down to just like being open to it because I think so often when we're trying to be like somebody else or we're trying to, you know, we see somebody else doing stuff and then we're like, you're trying to do all of these other things. You're not really letting yourself shine through. So that's first and foremost is just being open to like, okay, who am I? And then really focusing in on like, okay, well, what, what brings me joy? What do Mm -hmm. I love to share? How do I connect with my audience? Like what lights me up? Where do I feel the most natural? Where do I, um, feel the strength within that? And so that's something that I've had to really kind of hone in on. And I'll be honest, I think it's something that you're always 
kind of figuring out. I don't mm-hmm. think there's ever a moment where you're like, I've got it. I made it. Here yeah. we go. Like, <laughs> this is it. Right. So I think for me, it's like always just kind of like it's it's an ebb and flow. And I think it's always adjusting. I think it's always changing. Um, and, and sometimes I lean more into it and sometimes I'm not. And so but I can tell the times when I do lean into like, OK, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and this is what I'm supposed to be saying. And this is really me. And this connects with my audience. You'll feel it. Um, so it's one of those things where there's not like a secret magic thing where I'm like, okay, do this step, do that step. And you're going to figure out exactly who you are mm-hmm. and what you're supposed to say. It doesn't really work like that. But I think first turning off all of everybody else's stuff, mm-hmm. really focusing in on you and sitting. And, and sometimes that might just be like journaling and, and writing down like in a notebook, like, hey, what makes me happy? What, what lights me up? What do I love sharing? What do I feel passionate about? And I think for like those moments is when you get a lot of clarity around that stuff. I know for me, I have to do that for sure. I think to your point is that it's okay to evolve. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You don't have to be like, this is who I am and that's it. Yep, forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. This is who I have to be. Um, and that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about it. And and I think we can get so wrapped up in thinking that you're like, okay, I gotta figure it out. And I'm just gonna Mm -hmm. like this is it. And and it's okay to be like, yep, not anymore. I wanna be this. I wanna maybe I'm gonna be a little more sassy now. Maybe I'm gonna talk about something a little bit different, or maybe I'm really passionate about or interested about this now and I wasn't a month ago. And Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. allowing ourselves that freedom of change is pretty empowering totally totally I I talk about that a lot of like hey it's never gonna be so cut and clear of like this is how it's always gonna be right Mm -hmm. you gotta allow for that evolution um, with your business with your dream client with your clientele with whatever that might look like you have to allow it to adjust because the second you start thinking like well this is how it is forever that's where you're gonna hard your limit your growth you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah, always being open to the evolution of it all. And, and I know that's so scary. I'm a type A person that's like, I just want all my ducks in a row. I want a step-by-step <laughs> system. I want to know. Um, and so it's hard for people like me that aren't as go with the flow, but those are the times when you're like, okay, I'm just going to allow it to happen. I'm going to see where this takes me. This is a journey. And that's really, it is. There's a journey, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Cool. Amazing. I love this. I hope everyone who's listening, you're taking notes because yes, yes, gold. I love it. I love it. Cool. Awesome. So tell us about your freebie. Tell us what you got going yes. on. Yeah. So I was going to say, so like I said, I talked about pulling your audience. I've pulled my audience a lot. And so from what I hear from a lot of hairstylists, the things that they struggle with, with Instagram, we talked about overwhelm. That's one of the biggest things. And One of the other biggest things that I hear is I don't know what to post on Instagram and I do not know what to write in my captions. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, that's me. Like I hate figuring out what to post. I stare at my phone trying to pick out a photo, you know, or you're staring at your phone trying to write a caption again. And then 30 minutes goes by and you're like, well, I'm just going to type in blonde balayage because I don't know what to write, right? Or happy (laughs) Sunday and the little flower emoji, right? Um, If that's been you, then I created a freebie for you because that is something that I think so many of us struggle with. And a lot of times we just want to be told, okay, what to do, right? Like I'm the type A person that's like, just tell me what to do. So I created an Instagram content planner. And so it kind of goes with a lot of what we talked about today. 
really how to plan out your Instagram. It's going to give you tons of photo ideas, tons of caption ideas, and it's going to tell you, okay, do a hair photo, then do maybe a product photo, then a photo of your salon, then another hair photo. And it's going to really help you plan out your Instagram in a way that speaks to your client. So um, I talk about the plan app in there, but it, it really goes in conjunction with the plan app using a tool like the content planner and the plan app together really work well together. So if you guys want to get that, you can go to jamiedana.com slash planner. It's totally free and you guys can get your hands on it there. I love it. And yeah. we'll post the links in um, the show notes so that you can just easy click access to all of Jamie's offerings. We'll have her website, her Instagram and her freebie in there for you. So easy peasy. Thank you. Thank you. I love yeah. it. Well, well thank, you. thank you. I was going to say thank you for <laughs> thank having you. me on here. <laughs> I I love doing things like this and just having kind of like conversations, but yeah. also where they're educational, like it's my absolute favorite thing. So thank you for having me. Yeah. And I just want to say for those of you guys who are listening to this episode, if you guys would love it, I, I mean, I would love it. If you guys would screenshot this, post it in your stories and tag both of us so that we can hear where you're listening from. We can see your guys' Instagram and we can start the conversation in DMs. So yeah, please, please, please do that. I love seeing where you guys are all listening in from. Yes. Thank you so much, Jamie. And make sure to tag us. We love seeing you listening to the podcast yes. and seeing and hearing what you learned from the podcast and all of our yes. guests. So yes. thank you so much. And I will see you soon. I know. Actually. I'll see you soon. <laughs> see you in California. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.